Caleb Collier proposing that the city of Spokane Valley issue a proclamation stating that our city is a Second Amendment sanctuary city. Welcome to the fire. Welcome to the fire. Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in today. You know, you always hear the progressive left yell separation of church and state when they're trying to paralyze and stop the church from speaking into political matters. Pastor Gabe Blomgren and Caleb Collier join us today. They're from Washington State, and they host the amazing show called Church and State. Caleb is a former Marine and city council member currently working for TPUSA Faith as a faith representative. And Pastor Gabe is an associate pastor and worship leader at On Fire Ministries. And get this, he was a former competitor on American Ninja Warrior, which is one of my family's favorite shows. These far-right shock jocks together form the dynamic duo of church and state. Before they join us, I wanted to tell you about Spike Support. This is from the Wellness Company. Dr. Peter McCullough is the Chief Scientific Officer of the Wellness Company. And what is so fascinating about Spike Support? So first of all, we can't break down the spike protein naturally, whether it's from the virus or from the injection. So natokinase is what helps do that. But what's so great about Spike Support is that it has other enzymes with it too that makes it even more effective. So go to twc.health forward slash mission, twc.health forward slash mission, and get some Spike Support. I take it every day. It made me feel so much better after I had COVID in just a couple of days, I had my energy back. It's really great stuff. And you're supporting a Patriot company and you're supporting the Moms on a Mission podcast. It's not free. And so we just appreciate all of your support and joining us on this mission to help save America. Hi, Gabe and Caleb. Welcome to the Moms on a Mission podcast. Thanks for joining me today. Absolute pleasure to be here. Thank you for having us. Yeah, Miriam, it's it's an absolute pleasure. We got to meet you on Clay's show and co-host kind of like the one that was all about Elon Musk and uh, technology. I don't know how we got partnered on that, but it's so cool to to have you. We had you on our show. So now we're on your show. Yes. And I love what you're doing. I absolutely love your name of your podcast, Church and State. So I was wondering for those who may not know you, could you just tell us a little bit about who you are? Yeah. So this, uh, this is the brainchild of, uh, I guess, working at the post office together. Uh, we both started kind of at the same time at a uh, at a post office, and uh, we were on break. We didn't really know anybody that was there, and, and so we decided to take Day break one. together as the new guys. Yeah. And uh, Gabe just kind of looked at me, and he just decided, well, I mean, it's your story. You tell well, I just looked at him and he he was wearing this belt buckle that that I could tell was unique, and I just felt a political vibe from him. And I said, uh, um, basically, hey, uh, do, you, do you believe in God and and our, you know, what, what's your stance politically? It's just kind of oh. like a like a, a, kind of a nuke bomb question. It could go right. either direction, it was like a hand grenade. And your <laughs> response was, well, you you had asked me. You said, hey, uh, I I believe in Jesus and um, I love the Constitution. And I looked at him and I said, well, then we're going to get along famous famously. Yeah, that's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's that's kind of how the friendship began. While I was working at the post office, I had an opportunity to serve as a city council member for the city that we live in, and uh, and so that was kind of. Uh, how I became politically involved. I, I've been involved in rallies and protests and with different parties, Libertarian Party, Constitution Party for some time. But then I got to serve as a city council member. And uh, and then he left me high and dry at the post office. I said, I'm out of here. Yeah, I, and, take, and, I cannot and, uh, take the bureaucracy. And became full-time uh, pastor. 
And uh, and so that, that's kind of the mixture there that the church and the state. And, um, you know, for so many Americans, they don't understand this term. They believe it's in the Constitution. They believe that there's supposed to be this wall of separation. And, and that just is completely false. It's revisionist history. And uh, so many people operate under that way. And it's why we're in the current state that we're in is because pastors have been encouraged to just stay in the four walls of the church to not address politics, or let's just put it, let's just call a spade a spade to not address moral issues. And now we find America in the sad state that it is now. And then I got to say this, Miriam, there was like at the time, one thing that we were doing constantly while delivering mails, we were listening to podcasts. We were tuning in to podcasts after podcasts or podcasts. And it all started, of course, with Alex Jones uh, and, it, you know, him basically exposing a lot of the stuff going on. And we would find ourselves like so angry and just like because of Alex. And it was just like, where's the spirit of God and all this? So him and I are just searching for like podcasts that have to do with Christianity, but yet don't back down about political stuff. And there was a few, and at the time, Hagman and Hagman was probably a really good one, and that's about it. And then at one point, later on down the road, we just, you know, he got an opportunity from a local radio station. They said, hey, we have airtime. We we, we we would like to see if you're interested. And it just started out as one day a week. We prayed on it, and prayed on it, and prayed on it. And we're like, yeah, we can do this. We can, sorry, we can BS for a half an hour about the things <laughs> we, do that one, we do that at lunch all the time. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's how it started. That is so cool. So you both delivered mail. We did. It's it's not something we typically want to talk well. about it. You know, most of us we we kind of end up in the fetal position. But <laughs> but we we did. We were both bureaucrats for some time. Wow. Well, I love that you listen to the call of God and I really think this is such an interesting story because Gabe, what if you never left? You know? What if you never left? I wonder if you all would still be there. I, I believe that there's such a power in one person just doing what God's called you to do and how that can affect others around you. I mean, it certainly affected you all in what you're doing now. It's very interesting you bring that up because I was actually casing mail, which is where you take every piece of mail and you put it in order, which I was really not that great at. But I'm having a conversation with the Holy Spirit. I'd just been offered a position to go if I wanted to full maybe part-time it's up to me, and, but that the pay was not as good as the postal service. And of course, the benefits were not as good. I had 401k, I had all this great healthcare, I had vision, dental, all that. My family was set up. My, my daughter had even had like a nose uh, reconstruction surgery. So I was just like, why would I leave? But then the Holy Spirit is just like, because I said to him, I said, Holy Spirit or Father, there's not enough money in the church to really be able to pay for me to go full-time. And he stopped me dead in my tracks right there. And he said, do you really think that I don't have with all the cattle on a thousand hills enough money to take care of you? And I just like said, you're done. So yeah, it's, it's, it's those of you who right now you're in a, a dead end job and you're thinking to yourself, Lord, I could do more for you. If you're using religiousness, as far as like, you're saying, well, I don't want to be a burden to the church. I don't, I don't want to do a podcast because I feel like that's too that's too out there. Shut your mouth. Be like Joseph. Have the faith that you you a little child from the from the you know maybe the tribe of Benjamin, the least of all, you can do something. And and then it was kind of similar for me as well. I, I lasted another year in the post office after Gabe had left, after my best friend had left me, and I was I was with a bunch of guys that just wanted to play fantasy football. Uh, it was it was horrible. And uh, and so um, I got a I got an opportunity to work for a political organization, and uh, I was literally at the church that Gabe was now the uh, the associate pastor of, and the senior pastor just stopped right in the middle of his message. He looked at me and he said. Uh, I'm just getting a word from from God, Caleb. Take the job. 
and uh, had not even told them about it. And so I worked. I at that moment I began working full time in politics. And the pay was a little less. If, it was. Seems, yes, guys, wow. we gotta be we gotta be okay with that at first. You know, yeah. God doesn't want us to stay there, but. But you do have a relationship with him where you trust him that he's not going to take you and lead you into a place where he's not going to take care of you. I mean, there are a million examples in the Bible, and that should be our compass that we look to uh, and our standard when we're making decisions. But that is such a cool story. I do have to say that you all are pretty stinking tough. So, uh, Gabe, you were on the American Ninja Warrior and Caleb, you are a Marine. And thank you so much for your service. You guys uh, do not mess around. You're pretty tough. I love how she says you are a Marine. That's yeah. actually really key. That's, it's yeah. true. You're I a mean, wife. Actually, Marine, always a Marine. One, yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. And yeah. using the same, uh, the same philosophy, the same love for your country, you're using that and you're just fighting in a different way. And sadly, you're having to fight on our own shores. And But I'm so grateful because we're seeing a lot of veterans standing up. There are lots of uh, veteran podcasts. I, I've been on a couple and have had them on the Moms on a Mission podcast. And so I'm so grateful. So uh, I think that, your your past that God has used this to prepare you for such a time as this. And he's using those things and those natural giftings that he's given you and your experience to bring you into this new stage uh, of life and exposing the truth. You know, Mary, I have taken the uh, oath three times in my life uh, to uphold and defend the Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic. I meant it all three times. I took it as a Marine. I took it as a city council member. And oddly enough, I took it as a postal yeah, employee. Yeah, I took it once with you. Yes, doing that. Uh, you, you do that. And so... I firmly believe that the Constitution was divinely inspired. Uh, I look at the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, uh, the Declaration of Independence, and these are all built on God's ideas, uh, God's principles, his morals, his laws, his standards. And so if I'm defending the Constitution and fighting against the evils that is globalism, Luciferianism, then I am doing the work of God, and I firmly believe I'm building up treasures in heaven. That's good. Hey, yeah, I wanted to speak to I know you're a marathon runner, and and uh, that's the only thing thing really i can understand like as far as ninja warrior it's it's like all i know is that i was i was talking to you all offline i'm so competitive i had actual ptsd i couldn't even watch the show with my kids um there's this palm towel you get it's a red towel whenever you fall in the water oh. it was just so hard to swallow and just god god cleaned me up of that whole entire like um what's interesting is i got up the warped wall by, I believe an angel, the Holy spirit literally lifted me up. Cause I had failed two times in a row. You only get three times got up the wall and the Holy spirit. Like I felt this just zeal. This was never aired on TV because I don't, there's no way they would ever air this, but I was called the messenger ninja. And they said, when I got to the top, Gabe, what's in your letter? Cause I had a letter held there for him. And they come on, tell us the message. And I said, Akbar and Matt, Jesus absolutely loves you. I opened it up. And that's what I had written. And I got to say oh. it to him that that never got to see the light of, of day because the, right. I just, I firmly believe that the devil controls Hollywood and there's no way they're going to allow that to happen. But just being able to say it, being able to go through that moment was really encouraging. So yeah, the PTSD is worn off. Yeah. Good. Because what an honor to just go and to be able to do that. And I, I ran half marathons, but I mean, it's just an honor and privilege to glorify God with our bodies, you know, and the giftings that he's given us and using that to share the message and the love of Jesus Christ. So I just believe those are great seeds that you planted that day and that uh, God will bring them to fruition and harvest them. So 
Um, I wanted to transition. So I think this is so interesting. So your the name of your podcast is Church and State. And I know, Caleb, you were touching on the fact that this isn't in the Constitution. And so I really wanted to see if you could just, you guys could touch on the fact of how Thomas Jefferson was reached out to by the Danbury Baptist ministers and kind of just set the stage of, you know, why we even say the word separation of church and state. Yeah, that's, uh, it's a great question, and I, I love talking about this subject uh, because uh, more, more Americans need to be informed on this. Uh, look, we established this country to protect religious liberty. Uh, that's not to say that there weren't certain areas that had state religions, because there were. Uh, Pennsylvania, you know, that was a Quaker community. Maryland was a Catholic state. And, and so it wasn't necessarily that we were pushing upon uh, the citizens of this of this new country, you know, one specific denomination. No, there was that religious liberty, but there was an establishment of basically Christian principles, right? That if you really look at the history and you can look at the numbers, uh, there there were no Muslims in the country at all. The the amount of uh, Jews in America it was it was minuscule. So everybody that was there either was a Christian of some denomination, some form. Or they were at least expected to act like it. And so the, the Baptists had reached out to Thomas Jefferson because they were afraid that there was going to be an establishment of a federal church, right? right? Similar to the Church of England. And so Thomas Jefferson wrote back to them, and, and the leftists loved to take it out of context, but he said there would always be a wall of separation between church and state. Now, that was to ensure that the state would never come in and dictate religion. But that didn't mean that the church was not involved in the state. In fact, everyone expected it to be. And you can look at all of the writings from our founding fathers, the the uh, religious holidays that they celebrated. I mean, my, my gosh, read George Washington's Thanksgiving proclamation. It all honors the Lord Jesus Christ, and we should expect Christians to engage in the civil or in the civic theater. Uh, I mean, I don't know if you want to add any. Yeah, I, I do want to add the church side of it. So at the time, I, there's this term that's that's very you know, it's coming out, it's it's coming into light. It's called black robe regimen. And this is an actual term that England, they, they gave to pastors in the United States during the time of the revolution. Listen to that term, both of you, you're a military man. What is a regiment? Is that a church word? It's a military word. It's a military word. That's right. This is the definition that England gave to the pastors. They they classified him as a regiment. And, and we are sadly missing that mark. There was a there was a pastor by the name of John Peter Gabriel, which I love that he has the name Gabriel. That's my name. Say John Peter Gabriel Mullenberg, after hearing the give me liberty or give me death speech, and uh being so moved by that, the very next Sunday, his church, the log cabin church. He decided after preaching the sermon that was based out of Ecclesiastes, a time for, you know, a time for death, time for war. Okay. That he, that, that, that very key sermon began a birth of a, a nationwide pushback. Cause here's what happened, Miriam. He took his robe. This was black. Okay. And with the whole, you know, everything, the garb, he takes it off and under it, he has a, a, a actual military uniform that he had received from George Washington. He, he had already been asked to position a place in the army to, to be on front lines. Now, now to me, that is so moving. And I, and I just say to us, you know, people here, are you, are you saying go to war? We're getting close. I'm just going to say that we're getting close and I, you know, I'm not saying we're on the offensive, we're on the defensive, but we're not going to just sit back like a couple of thumb sucking babies. We're going to get off, get off our, our duffs. 
And I think that is the issue is that people don't even know the Black Robe Regiment and they've never even heard of that. And that's why I think it's so critical that people get back to the Constitution, read the Constitution. And then uh, I actually had a group of moms and had our kids come into our living room once a week. Uh, Clay's daughter, Havana, came and she taught them about the Constitution. She taught them uh, non-revisionist history and they actually liked it. They thought it was so interesting. They didn't know some of these things because we use primary sources. And so I think that's one thing that we can do as moms and dads for that matter, um, is to take matters into our own hands. And the Bible is very clear. Proverbs 22, six says, train up a child in the way he should go. And when he's old, he won't depart from it. And I think that is what's missing too, is we, we need to not just rely on the schools. And even if it's a Christian school to educate our kids, but we need to take it on ourselves. And clearly you all are doing such a great job, uh, as well, educating Christians about things like this. I wanted to get your take on this. So I found it incredibly fascinating uh, how the progressive left is so incredibly hypocritical. So you know how they chant my my body, my choice. And so, you know, we're right. just supposed to allow uh, millions of babies to be murdered because all of a sudden, you know, this child in your womb is not a human. And so they, they use that line, but then they mandated these injections. And all of a sudden it was like, you know, separation of church and state, you know, you, they were able to right. mandate the injections about your body. And then the separation of church and state element of it all, they were able to lock down the churches, but yet we can't speak to government matters, but they can come and they can lock our churches down. I just find that hypocrisy to be so incredibly disgusting, quite frankly. I, I completely agree with you. And and the thing about the left, the one consistency that the left has is that they're inconsistent, uh, right? Because they, they're, their Lord, their author is the author of confusion. And so when you see something like My Body, My Choice, uh, you're talking about destroying the most precious thing, uh, the life in the womb, and then they and then we throw it back at them with the vaccine. Right. Uh, then you, you, you they're, they're not going to they're not going to be able to figure that out mentally. They don't have the, the ability to do the mental gymnastics to say, oh, yeah. Uh, I, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I should I should examine myself and see if if maybe my ideology is, is wrong on this issue. The great thing about it is the Bible is so consistent from cover to cover, page to page. It's always consistent. And so the Bible, if we're looking at the Bible and saying, how do we address some of these issues? Right? There's there's some easy ones. Life. That's an easy one. We can look at that and we can say, all right, the Lord created us, male and female, in His image. We are image bearers, and so life is precious. We can look at things like liberty, right? But sometimes um, you hear from even conservatives that are like, well, the Bible doesn't specifically address, you know, the Second Amendment or maybe the vaccine. I believe that it does. There, there's three places in the Bible, uh, two in Revelation and one in Galatians, where it actually warns us against pharmakia. Now, this is traditionally kind of looked at as more of sorcery, but I, I, you know, we get the root word of pharmacy from pharmakia. And so when there's a warning against this and that it's a great deception, I think we should take notice of that and maybe not roll up our sleeves and take experimental, um, you know, I, I mean, wait, you're on Rumble, you won't get manned, right. experimental exactly. vaccines. Right. Yeah. That's right. No, I just, I just deal with it. I don't care. I just speak the truth and whatever happens happens. So yeah. And I was a former pharmaceutical rep. And so yes. I remember going in and I, I remember two antibiotics that killed people that got pulled from the market. But I do remember some doctors were called early adopters. Some were called late adopters, but I did go in and I had, you know, quote unquote, safety studies. I just cannot fathom. I told Dr. McCullough this when he was on the last time, I cannot even imagine going into a doctor with a new 
a new drug and an, a new technology, mod RNA, and going in and saying, here, inject your patients with this. I have no package insert to show you and you can't see any safety data, but go ahead and use it. I would have been laughed out of the office and probably banned because of a lack of credibility. And I just cannot believe that the physicians and families and just everyone has just laid down on this and not research and stood up to this. It's just unbelievable to me. Yeah, I, I want to speak to the the whole conversation as far as the hypocrisy of it all, how it is disgusting. It is absolutely abhorrent, everything that's happened. But I want to, you know, this is just my nature, once again, the encourager, the realization that some of the things that have happened in the last three years, we're going to see four years, are so key to the waking up of America. Roe v. Wade being overturned, given back to the states. We see that fraudulent elections are a reality and have to. we as Christians have to go to the polls. We actually have to go and immerse ourselves. We have to fight for our own rights. All these things that have happened have actually been good because it's not until we're in intense darkness that we understand the effect of the light and how powerful it is. I, I, I say this, those of you who are like, how can we win against this? Um, how, how can we fight this? The exposure had to happen. Uh, Charlie Kirk said this, and this is this is really good wisdom. On the day after Roe v. Wade, the day that it was overturned, given back to the states, did your church say anything? Did they did they during the announcements time, online or offline, make any recognition? Did their website say anything about the the abolishment of that state uh, having? What I call basic murder, it's just murder, using Molech and, and, and the mountain of Planned Parenthood to kill the innocent. Did your church say anything? Now, churches that did, I, I actually applaud. But those who didn't, Charlie said, why are you in that church? A church that stood down and wore masks? There was churches in Texas, okay? Very, very conservative state. My son was going to one. They literally had to go online and put their name in a list. of. There's a church of 3,000 and only 300 could come. That's disgusting. Okay, if, if if the priests during the Black Plague were dying on such a rate that that altar boys had to say last rites to the dying, you're telling me that you can't go to church for a little cough, something that we all survived. Okay, a few people died. We're going to acknowledge that, but you can't come to church and be a light. Okay, God did that for a reason, and He's tearing down some of these churches that don't have a backbone, and He's raising up others. Jackson Lawmeyer, great church. Okay, he's in your area. Okay, that no one would have ever known who Jackson Lawmeyer is. Okay, now did he win his Senate seat or whatever he was running for? No, but we don't give up. We don't stop. Okay. Well, then he wouldn't probably be doing pastors for Trump. So I just exactly. think really neat. Romans 8, 28 says all things work together for the good, for those who love God and are called according to his purpose. And I love that about you, Gabe, that you are the encourager. And we really, the moms on a mission, our three pillars are, are educate, awake, and activate. And you can't become activated if you're not educated and you're not awakened. And so that's the whole point of this. And, and that's why you're doing church and state. And I'm doing moms on a mission is to get people to become activated. And that's what our mission is all about, because we can't just wait for president Trump to come back and for one man to try to to fix everything. Right. It's going to take all of us to do something every single day, every single week, every month to do something to spread the truth. And really the most important thing we need to be doing is praying for our country. We need to pray every day that people will wake up, that people will come to the knowledge of Christ and that people will be emboldened and courageous and speak the truth in love. And like my personal pastor at my church, he, he did these same things. We had to schedule appointments, but he just didn't know what he didn't know. I mean, he's from Ireland. He was uh, military over in Ireland, like their Homeland security over there. And now he's awake. He knows all the information. And he said, never again, 
Never Thank you, Jesus. See, that's what it's down. about, humility. Yeah. And, and, and if you can learn from your mistakes, God, absolutely, he raises up the humble and he tears down the proud. Yeah, there's something that I say all the time, and it was birthed out of COVID-19, uh, but I say great oppression breeds great opportunity. And I, I truly believe I, I have that mindset of what what occurred during the pandemic is that there was so much oppression that it really started to wake people up. And now you're seeing people that are saying never again. And and they're fighting and, and they're having losses. You know, church and state, uh, we would not be with church and state if I hadn't lost my city council race. Uh, because it was it was a week after I had lost the race where somebody came and said, hey, uh, you know, I liked what you did on the city council. Would you like to come do talk radio? Look at that. You know, Lord's plans, not my plans. And and so now we've been doing this. And I'll tell you what, I like being a, a talk show host way more than I like being a city council member. Oh, I can say whatever I, I want and I don't yeah. have to kiss the babies fun. and, you know, do all the handshaking and all that stuff. But I, I, I wanted to say this as well. The Holy Spirit gives us something called discernment. And it's, it's getting easy and easier, I think, in, in this modern era to discern what is evil, the, the plans of the enemy. If the propagandists that are in the mainstream media and the talking heads and the politicians are all saying the exact same thing, there's your propaganda. Right. My suggestion to you, uh, do the opposite. OK, rebel right. against whatever the propagandists are saying. And you're probably going to be on the side of Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's so true. I mean, that's pretty pretty much a safe bet. If you just do everything that they say not to do, then you know you're golden. I wanted to share your website, churchandstate.media. I love this. So this first uh, picture, uh, this is you, Gabe. Uh, Y'all are in Washington, right? Yes, Washington State. Washington State. And so uh, these pictures of you all, so you all were protesting or marching uh, for freedom. We were marching against uh, the COVID-19 lockdowns. And so we uh, there, there's something that God has called me and given me gifts in, and that's organizing uh, massive resistance against uh, tyranny. And so what we were doing was it, these are a number of, of protests that we were involved in against the lockdowns. Our biggest one that we had was 5,000 people that showed up, marched through the streets of Spokane. And I'll tell you, a week later, they actually lifted some of the restrictions against uh, the, the against freedom, really. Nice. Nice. And you know, when you think about it, you're like, it's just me. I'm just, I'm just Caleb. Like, who am I? Or I'm just Gabe. Who am I? But when you think about it, when God anoints you to do something, the power of heaven gets behind your action. And I just think that's what it's all about is trusting God, just being one mom, one dad who goes to a school board meeting or goes and he, and activates people and goes and ha they have a, a protest, a march, if you will. It's just amazing to me what God can do with one. Yes. Amen. And I want to, I want to show, so people can, uh, can they find uh, your episodes to church and state the, uh, your podcast on your website? Yeah. The best place like you to go, we've been kicked off of YouTube, uh, twice. Uh, we grew, grew the platform into the thousands, uh, the first oh. time. And the second time we got into the probably high hundreds and then we're pulled. We started saying things like, uh, schmack scenes and, uh, schmovid. Oh. Yeah. So, and that still nice. didn't work. <laughs> okay, so we're now on rumble.com. If you look up at rumble.com, church and state 1776, uh, the word is and not the symbol. We, we, we You can also look for us on uh, Spotify, any any uh, podcast platform, you'll find our, our older shows. And then also we're, we're currently uh, on Facebook as well. Facebook uh, has not completely shut us off. What's interesting during Joe, Joe Biden getting in, we had hundreds of thousands of views. And then uh, somehow we got shadow banned, but whatever, we're, we're going to yeah. keep fighting as long as, as long as we have breath in our lungs, we're just going to keep fighting alongside all these great patriots, uh, yourself yeah. and Clay Clark included.
Yeah, I wanted to say your featured guests, Eric Trump, General Flynn, Roger Stone, and Dinesh D'Souza. I mean, these are just, and of course, Clay is amazing. And all these, these gentlemen are just amazing. Uh, I just, I love what you all are doing. And I love the call of God on your life. It looks so great on you guys. And I just have to say, thank you. Thank you for quitting, Gabe. Thank I'm so glad that you lost that race, Caleb. And I just love, love, <laughs> love. Nice. Yeah. Right. Congratulations on losing, but I'm just so <laughs> thrilled about this church and state podcast and what God is doing through you both. And just the, the dynamic duo you are, uh, and the power of God coming from heaven to accomplish his purpose on the earth through you both. So thank you so much for saying yes to God. And thank you so much for joining me today on the moms on a mission podcast. No, it's been an absolute pleasure. You call us the dynamic duo. Um, I'm like just going to say I'm Batman. Okay, well, yeah. I'll go ahead and be Superman from another. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, the dynamic duo is Robin and no. Batman. So yeah, yeah. Okay, well, cool. he's he's making a new one. He's making it his own. So there you go. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you both so much for joining me today, and thank you all so much for listening. As always, you can email us at moms at momsonmission.net. I'd love to hear your comments about these two amazing gentlemen who are walking in faith and fulfilling the call of God in our lives. And then also, you can check our website out at momsonmission.net. And then we too have been banned on uh, YouTube, and so Rumble is our favorite platform. We're on all platforms, most of them, if we're not kicked off, but we'd love for you to follow us on Rumble. If you download that app and then just go to the top and type in Moms on a Mission or Church and State 1776, um, and you can follow us both there. And then uh, we'd love to uh, hear from you. So email us and make comments when you do watch our shows. That really helps too. So God bless you all. Thank you so much for listening. The doctor that I recommend for all of your needs is the underground clinic doctor, Dr. Troy Spurl. Because Dr. Troy is the best doctor bar none. You know, this is the great thing about officialsignups.com is it's in all 50 states. You don't have to be in, in Michigan or Minnesota. You can be in Hawaii, you can be in Florida, and you can find a doctor that you can trust. If you are still wearing a mask, if you have rolled up your sleeve and gotten all the jabs and all the boosters, then official signups is not for you. You want to go find the, one of those big pharma doctors that'll give you all the prescriptions you want and you can live a very sickly life. Well, if you're looking for a, a doctor for yourself or maybe a doctor for your family, or a doctor who's not going to push vaccines on you, you want to go to officialsynapse.com. You for sure need to mention church and state when you go to officialsynapse.com to take part in all the savings, all the great deals for you and your family. With the rise of the BRICS nations, uh, you've got a lot of nations that are gathering together and they're all doing a gold-backed currency. The United States is not, and uh, the petrodollar is starting to fail. And my suggestion to all of you would be to get behind gold and silver because that is the currency that is always going to have value. I might not be a gold or silver guru, but I want to have something tangible in my hands at the end of the day. So I would definitely recommend every one of you go to BH pm.com all you got to do is look around and see that the price of of everything is increasing gold and silver is on the rise it's being artificially suppressed you want to schedule a consultation right now so that your families don't end up in the bread line and you're saying please sir can i have some more stop waiting what are you waiting for four years from now prices are going to be absolutely astronomical go to bh-pm.com get a consultation now you definitely want to mention church and state. It will get you the best prices. It will get you the best consultation advice. Use church and state when you go to bh-pm.com. MyPillow.com has got more than just pillows. You've got your slippers, your bathrobes. You have towels that actually dry you off, not the kind you buy at Walmart where it's just 
kind of a slick mess. Uh, they have got some of the best products out there. The sheets are absolutely incredible. I think it's a thousand count. It's, it's the best products you can buy. And the pillows even have silencer technology in it. And so if, if you need a day where you're just going to scream into your pillow, don't worry, your neighbors won't hear you. Why would you want to go to Bed Bath & Beyond? First of all, they're out of business. You want to go support an American-made product, go to MyPillow.com. And then you're also supporting one of the nation's most, I would say, Jesus-filled and a company that is completely, completely built on the gospel of Jesus Christ. So you're getting a two-for-one there. You know you've wanted good night's sleep for years. You, you're, you're, you're tossing, you're turning. Just go now. Go to MyPillow.com. Use promo code Church and State. C-H-U-R-C-H-A-N-D-S-T-A-T-E. That's church and state. You do not want to eat synthetic meat. If you if you can grow a meat in a lab, if, if you want to go ahead and have Soylent Green on the table, feel free to eat this garbage that Target's trying to throw out. But if you want actual meat that's been freeze-dried, it's been then processed by actual human beings, go to griddownchowdown.com. Look, the World Economic Forum has declared a war on red meat. They hate the cows. They hate the cow farts. There is supply chain issues. And uh, for me, you can pry my steak from my cold, dead hands. If you want a meat that's going to last freeze-dried 10 years or more, this is the product you want. I want all of you to go to griddownchowdown.com. Use the promo code Church and State. These are fantastic freeze-dried raw beef. The blood is still in it. You just rehydrate it and add it to your favorite meal and you are ready to go. And remember, the Holy Word of God tells us, for one person has faith to eat all things, while another who is weak eats only vegetables. That's Romans 14, 2. This was sacred to God. Now this is exactly why I need some action for my people. Everybody, it's an honor to be with you.